0: We'll be discussing news, foreign and domestic, unfiltered news, real news
1: of palace intrigue stories. Who in the West Wing supports a shutdown? Who doesn't? As if any of that matters, or anyone cares, or will even remember the names of these people 10 years from now. We will not, because in the scheme of things, this is irrelevant. What matters is protecting the country. Suddenly, every politician in America is claiming a monopoly on the best course forward. We must do this! When they say that, it ought to make you nervous. They can't all be right. Most of them can be self-righteous though, and they are. Here's New York Governor Andrew Cuomo, who most of the time has been credible on this subject, but today explaining that if you don't support precisely the kind of quarantine he supports, you're trying to kill his mother.
2: My mother is not expendable, and your mother is not expendable, and our brothers and sisters are not expendable, and we're not going to accept a premise that human life is disposable.
1: Human life is not disposable, lectures the man who just signed a law legalizing abortion until birth. All right, take a deep breath, Governor. In a moment like this, talk like that, overstatement hyperbole is not helpful. The last thing we need is another dose of moral blackmail, to add the long list of those. What we do need instead is honesty, and the people on television are not helping most of the time. Most of them just believe what they're told by sources they think they agree with and then they repeat it to us. At this point, they're not even asking the most basic questions on our behalf. And here's the most basic question of all, which we should ask. What is the shape of this epidemic? And the truth is we don't really know. The government isn't doing large-scale randomized tests of the population. Thanks to the serial incompetence of our health establishment, we still don't have enough tests to do that. This means we have no real idea how many Americans have been infected so far. There's no baseline for our measurements of anything across a population of 320 million people. We can't know exactly how easily coronavirus spreads. We don't know the physical effects on the average infected person. We don't know the death rate. Flatten the curve? We're not sure what the curve really is. And that's not our opinion, by the way. It's elementary science. At this point, it would be very helpful if the people trying to influence policy admitted all of this straightforwardly. Instead of pretending at high volume, they've got some cure that will absolutely positively work. They don't know that. They can't know that. Informed guesses are the best they have. Let's not lie about it. And by the way, this isn't an argument against quarantines or shutdowns or whatever we're calling them. But it is a reminder to proceed with humility and honesty at all times. One thing we do know at this point is that America will not be the same after this is over. Some of the changes will be positive and hopefully lasting. If you found yourself calling the people you love more often recently, you've had a taste of that. But there will also be problems to fix, a lot of problems. Here are three that we'll be following on this show, because at this point they seem like the biggest threats America is likely to face once this virus passes. And the first of those is a global depression. Already you're hearing Twitter pundits scold anyone who worries about the country's economic health, as if that were the same as carrying water for Wall Street. Lives are worth more than share prices, they scream. And of course, they're right. Lives are worth more than share prices, but it's not really about share price. The finance moguls are gonna be fine no matter what happens to the economy. Not much likely change for poor people either. They will remain poor. But the middle class? The middle class could be wiped out by what we're watching right now. The service industry, middle management, small business, independent contractors, people like those make this country work and more important, they keep it stable and they're the ones in deepest peril tonight. A lasting hit to the middle class would be a catastrophe for everyone, rich or poor. You don't want to live in an impoverished country with a thin layer of rich people at the top. That's a recipe for suffering and for never-ending political volatility. It's the story of much of the world, so we know that for certain. And suddenly, for the first time ever, it's a possibility here. And our first priority has to be preventing that, or our grandchildren will regret it deeply. The next concern going forward is China. Now, China ultimately is responsible for this virus, literally, which they hid and they lied about and are lying about even now. But the threat extends far beyond the current pandemic. It's entirely possible, sadly, that the Chinese coronavirus makes China stronger in the end, even as it weakens us in America. China already has a deeper manufacturing base than we do. It has a far larger population. Soon it will have the biggest economy on earth. How long before theirs is the world's reserve currency? That would be the end of American economic dominance almost instantly. It's entirely possible that we could wake up a few years from now and find China in charge. Do you remember the revulsion you felt, the gut level revulsion you felt as you watched NBA stars sucking up to the Chinese Politburo? That could be all of us. Now we've been headed to this place for a while. The crisis going through could be enough to push us to the next place. Disasters often accelerate trends that are already in progress. You think they're going to change everything, but instead, they just make things worse in the very same way. So what is the plan to stop China from taking advantage of the chaos they've unleashed and we're suffering through? We ought to have a plan for that. We need to. And finally, as we do all we can to fight this pandemic, we should make sure that we don't lose the most important part of our birthright as Americans. And we know what that is. It's the right to think and say what we believe is true. Freedom of conscience may be undervalued right now, but it underpins everything we have. It is the foundation of a free and a decent society. It's under attack by politicians, but most dangerously it's under attack by multinational tech monopolies. At this very moment, Twitter has decided to control what you're allowed to know about the coronavirus. Other tech companies have done the same. Twitter's deleting what it calls, quote, misinformation about the pandemic. Some of it is, some of it isn't. The actual data is a moving target. There aren't many certain facts about coronavirus. So censoring people who say unusual things probably isn't gonna get you to a solution, but they're doing it anyway. And yet at the same time, Twitter leaves Chinese state propaganda untouched. Every day, if you're following, you'll notice the Chinese government spokesman claims that coronavirus actually originated here in the US. That's totally untrue. But none of these lies have been taken down by Twitter. Keep in mind, Twitter is banned in China but they're still doing China's bidding. What does that tell you? It
0: tells you that, you know, a lot of people don't know that the Epic Times is owned by China. It tells you that you have no idea what's going on. It tells you that in this bill, the Republicans allowed them to fund mail-in voting with no ID, by the way, no ID. No ID. Yes, are you listening? No ID. Gave themselves a raise as well. This is what I want to hear. I want to hear, bring me the bill, and I want cameras on. When he takes that bill and looks at it and everyone's waiting for him to sign it, he's going to be like, hold on, I just got a phone call. And he tweets out, sorry, I can't sign this bill. We were printing checks last night. That's what I want to hear. That is what I want to hear. I want our president to do exactly what he's supposed to be doing. And he's going to say, veto, checks are being printed. Sorry, this is rubbish. That's what I want to hear. That's what we all need to hear because this is destroying... The United States as it is, there will be no more United States. And I'll tell you what the timeline states. Five regions in the United States. Yep. And that time should have shifted 20 years ago when hints were being dropped, when things were going. But you know what? Maybe we can take care of that because 43 has got a serious coin to pay. 43 has got a serious coin to pay. Serious. Serious. And I don't care what anyone has to say about that. That is the way it is. It should have shifted when 43 took in. It should have shifted and, you know, they mitigated and mitigated and it hurted everyone there. So this is what I want to hear. Sorry, veto. P- checks are being printed and mailed off right now because this is just wasting too much time. Next week, rent is due and I got to help my people I got to help everyone you know at this point he should take over um, you know punishing any credit companies that are reporting negative credit reporting for people that can't make uh, on make their bills on time did you by any chance get your cell phone for providers any notification that says hey you get a free month of you know of service you're only going to pay for like if you purchase game stuff or whatever because coronavirus Did you hear any of that? They have tons of money. Have you heard any of that? No, because this is all a charade. And you could say whatever, but this virus I told you is highly specific and the statistics are speaking for themselves. Yes, if you're a boomer. Yes, if you have underlying conditions, that includes me, right? I have underlying conditions, right? You're going to be more susceptible, just like you are to the flu, Uh, because the majority of the people that uh, succumb to the flu are Two categories, very old or have been vaccinated for the flu, period. So 100% of the victims (laughs) of the flu uh, that are not uh, people of a compromised immune system have been vaccinated. So I'm just going to make that very clear. And those are statistics from the CDC. So as they control information and not tell you about coronavirus and causing this sensationalism, they're rubbing their hands together, giving them raises. They're getting a raise, (laughs) through this bill and they're also making sure that there could be election fraud because they know they have no leg to stand on they're putting forward dementia joe who by the way is suffering uh, from a starvation of melatonin glands so the the thing that you need to just focus on is how this is going to play out listen to your president and i am very looking forward to him and I hope he does this because this is a 49% as I speak now probability of him vetoing the bill and if you're out there if you're on Twitter you tell him to veto that and just send you a check Veto it, go over their heads because this is wartime. No presidential seal. He has the right to do that because he is president. No president has done anything like that ever because it was never about the president. It was always about Congress and the Senate, the ones that are there for 30 and 40 years promising to do things they never do, ever. Pelosi has been promising every two years to her constituents. What has she done besides getting richer and richer and richer and richer? and richer tell me what she's done for you absolutely nothing this is where i want him like a juggernaut to say no checks are being printed no checks are being printed no and you know by getting all this information from the irs you know anyone using somebody else's identity to work like you know we just passed that law with the supreme court that says that we can hold them liable for using our identity to work on our behalf because you know they're illegal and you know they have to work because they want to be legal um we'll get caught because it's not like the irs is going to send the same social security number checks So, this is where it comes down to it. And those people that are too, that make very little income in order to be able to file taxes, you know, if you do less than what you're supposed to, or if you're on retirement or disability pay from the military, some people don't file taxes. You don't have to because it's under the threshold. Well, when that happens, all you have to do is submit. They'll have a site where they're like, submit us your information and we'll get a check out to you if you haven't filed taxes for 2019, for whatever reason. So whoever hasn't filed their taxes, you know, won't get a check and maybe they have to go another way. And if they haven't filed taxes because they don't want to pay taxes that they might owe, you know, they can file their taxes and then get their stimulus check. And this is a stimulus for the economy straight to the people. I mean, come on, executive order, December 22nd, 2017, uh, well, 21st, 22nd, Depends on how you see it. That was signed. So we have coffers that are full with money. Let's get this done. No more playing around. No more, you know, dilly-dallying. You know, because it seems really odd that the numbers for the flu victims has remained stable in an escalated position, right? But COVID-19, you know, is just seeing a spike now, obviously, because everyone's being tested. And maybe some people with the flu that were already compromised are getting COVID-19 too. So mm, I wonder if social distancing didn't work for the flu, (laughs) it's obviously not going to work for COVID-19 because the trend is still there for the flu. And, huh. When I saw the president tweet out, flatten the curve, I'm like, who else did that? Oh, wasn't it all the celebrities demanding to flatten the curve? And I'm like, all right, so we're a week after they say it. So what's happening? Specificity again. This is where I'm going to take it. Specificity again. And panic, of course. Listen to what um, our PEPFAR, Fauci, who absolutely adores hillary clinton knowing her underlying conditions so now we know she's sick uh, you know had to say about hey maybe we should just
3: remove the bans president trump says he has set a goal for getting the economy back on its feet he told our own bill hemmer he wants the country back open by easter sunday that is april 12th but to be clear top officials on the white house coronavirus task force call that timeline aspirational i think we're looking at a timeline. We're discussing it. We had a very good meeting today. Uh, you know, if you add it all up, uh, that's uh, probably nine days plus another two and a half weeks. It's a period of time that's longer than the original two weeks. So uh, we're going to look at it. We'll only do it if it's good. And maybe we do sections of the country. We do large sections of the country. that could be two. Kristen Fisher is live at the White House this morning with details. Good morning, Kristen.
4: Good morning, Ed. Even if President Trump pushes forward with that stated goal to end or ease these nationwide social distancing guidelines by Easter, remember governors could continue to impose statewide stay at home restrictions. And Dr. Anthony Fauci, he's saying that he's advising President Trump that that Easter date needs to be flexible.
5: You can look at a date, but you've got to be very flexible, and on a, on a literally day by day and week by week basis, you need to evaluate the feasibility of what you're trying to do. No one is going to want to tone down things when you see what's going on in a place like New York City. I mean, I mean that's just, you know, good public health practice and common sense. But the country is a big country.
4: So in the coming weeks, we could see some parts of the country open up, while the hardest hit cities and states staying somewhat or partially closed down. But Dr. Fauci says in order to do that, the U.S. needs more data, it needs more tests, which the U.S. just does not have right now, even though the country's testing capacity is rapidly ramping up. As Jonathan was reporting, the epicenter is now unquestionably New York City. And at yesterday's briefing, the White House advised that anyone who recently left New York City needs to self-quarantine for 14 days in an effort to contain the spread of the virus to other parts of the country. In a tweet this morning, President Trump said I'm working very hard to help New York City and state dealing with both mayor and governor and producing tremendously for them, including four new medical centers and four new hospitals. Fake news that I won't help them because I don't like Cuomo. I do just sent 4,000 ventilators. But New York Governor Andrew Cuomo, he says that he needs far more than 4,000 ventilators. Governor Cuomo says he needs more like 30,000 ventilators. Ed?
3: big issues ahead kristen fisher thank you for starting us off
0: 30,000 ventilators. That's a lot of ventilators, you guys. And on average, people stay on a ventilator for 24 to 48 hours. So that is an enormous amount of ventilators that makes you kind of wonder, like, what's really going on here? Because it's its pretty incredible. And what we're seeing coming out of uh, the Senate is even more incredible. Listen to how Fox and friends discuss, you know, these happenings uh, just a little bit before we go to the break. Take a listen. Hundred
6: People died. Steve. Meanwhile, Brian, New York City is the epicenter of the outbreak with nearly half of all American cases. The White House task force now urging anyone traveling in or out of New York City, quarantine yourself for two weeks wherever you are.
7: Governor Andrew Cuomo is demanding over 30,000 ventilators for his state, for this state that we're in now. Vice President Pence says thousands will be shipped to New York next week. The big headline this morning is we have a deal. If you make less, $75,000 or less, you're getting $1,200 in a check. There are also some big benefits for small businesses, for hospitals, for airlines. So it is done. It's a done deal. House, Senate, they've come to an agreement and the president says he will sign it it when it hits his desk.
5: Yeah, I think it's, uh, it's also kind of interesting. We're going to go into detail, and Griff's got the breakdown the best we can because it's 1,000 pages long. Uh, I'm a speed reader, but I don't speed th- uh, that fast. Uh, but let's just talk about literally New York has got over 50% of the cases. As you have uh, heard, uh, Governor Cuomo yesterday, hey, uh, we're the canary in the coal mine. We could be coming to a city near you. So. As much as we want Easter, I don't know if Easter is possible. On our show today, Dr. Oz will be with us. Talk about the encouraging results from some of the therapies that are out. Senator Tom Cotton will be with us. Dr. Nicole Sapphire answering the questions. Dr. Mark Siegel.
0: Okay, and let's just just stop right there while we go to a break and just think. Vitamin C, alkaline water, does a body good. I'll see you in a bit. Okay, welcome back, everyone, to the Tory Show. Now we're going to continue where they're talking about this two trillion stimulus package, and listen to what they're telling you. Remember, we can't trust the media. I've had people saying, Oh, a vaccine, it works. The COVID 19 hasn't mutated. And I had to go on a friend's page and literally post the results that scientists are looking at. And I'm like, It not only has mutated, but there have been codon shifts. That is dangerous and also shows that it's very, very specific because codon shifts happen only when it's a target host to a target host and um, it changes. So be careful. What information we get um, and how we get it. Basic science that doctors are kind of forgetting. They're totally forgetting. If you put a virus in an alkaline solution, it will die. So if you have your pH levels that are more basic, you are boosting your immunity. Why aren't doctors doing that? Why isn't the bolus on a pH of nine? I'm just saying. Why aren't they infusing people with vitamin C? Oh, because it's against the law. You're only allowed to have IV vitamin C if you have scurvy. That's the only time they give it to you. Why? Why, why, why? All these questions. I mean, obviously, there's no money in just saying, rely on your body and just give it the right nutrients to make sure that it's on point. Um, That's all you need. Anyway, let's listen to this. <laughs> stimulus package would seriously you guys it would be so awesome and there would be so many memes made like like a boss he would be praised for eons to come if he was like yeah so we're printing checks this is bs let's take a listen
6: bill that was a non-starter for so many Republicans with Green New Deal and college forgiveness and deals for the Kennedy Center this is a completely different deal and now Nancy Pelosi is going to have to sell it to her house after the Senate approves it right that's right, Steve
3: Vernon Nainsley, good morning. And it's gonna be in Pelosi's uh, ball in her court because this is history. This is the largest rescue package the country's ever put forth. $2 trillion worth of aid for suffering American workers, small businesses and key industries and possibly saving the nation from the brink of recession.
1: It's good news for the doctors and nurses in emergency rooms around the country who are waiting for more masks and more funding. It's good news for families all across America. At last, we have a deal. We
5: call it unemployment compensation on steroids. Every American worker who is laid off will have their salary remunerated by the federal government.
3: Now the text of the bill is yet to be released but here're the key components we expect. The rush to of direct checks to Americans, expanding unemployment assistance, emergency loans to small businesses, stabilizing key national industries like the airlines, and strict oversight for large corporations. That means no stock buybacks for CEOs. The actual numbers will come out once it's finalized but expected to go along these lines: 500 billion for corporate liquidity, 350 billion for small businesses, 150 billion for state and local governments and $100 billion for hospitals plus what everyone wants to know how much those direct payments will be we expect it to be around $1,200 per person for those making up to 75000 a year with a reduction thereafter until a cap in 99000 now Treasury Secretary Steve Mnuchin who led the negotiations for the White House says the president was pleased and will quote absolutely sign this deal what Speaker Pelosi does with it we'll have to find out now she has a couple of options she could do a quick voice vote uh, in passing just what the Senate did that's dangerous because it only takes one member to shoot it down or she could convene uh, the House on Thursday or Friday and vote on it or she could as you mentioned Steve try and move on her own two and a half trillion dollar package which has a lot of objections from Republicans already Steve Ainsley Bryan
7: all right, thank you, Griff. You know, we we've been talking all week about the president with that tweet basically summing it up to say that the cure can't be worse than the problem itself. The problem is coronavirus, but people are laying off employees, people are staying at home, they're not out and about, and they're not spending money in the economy. So what does this do? It injects nearly 2 trillion dollars of aid into our economy to pre- to prevent a recession. Larry Kudlow says the stimulus might set us up to rebound this year.
2: This legislation is urgently needed to bolster the economy, provide cash injections and liquidity and stabilize financial markets to get us through a difficult period, a difficult and challenging period in the economy uh, facing us right now, but also to position us for what I think can be an economic rebound later this year. This package will be the single largest Main Street assistance program in the history of the United States.
5: So one of the things that uh, I look for the details, and as I mentioned, it's a 1,000 pages. We don't know if that whole jamming those Green New Deal projects and funding for the Kennedy Center and uh, solar panels is in this bill. The one thing Democrats will say, hey, we gained on this, is they expanded unemployment insurance, number one, and number two, they got money directly to the state. So I think that's important. I can't imagine uh, that not being something the Republicans didn't mind giving in on. But the big thing, too, is both sides agree, In 2008, a lot of this money was given out and there was no governance. Now there's going to be oversight on it that will stick around for a few years to make sure things go to the right people, to make sure corporations give it to their workers and the airline industry and other industries. I expect everyone expects the president to sign today, but there's extra money for places like $17 billion, I understand, for things like the cruise industry and casinos that need to be saved. And the president's already said, I want that included. Steve Mnuchin seems to have done yeoman's work, uh, but we'll get to see the details as the day wears on. And we'll see a vote at noon and possibly uh, a, a final passage at some time today and look for the market to skyrocket, uh, guys.
6: Well, it looks as if you know, there, so there are these two bills floating around. There's Nancy Pelosi's bill with the Christmas tree stuff in it, and then there's there's the uh, new one from uh, negotiated by the Senate. That's the one they're talking about. That's the one that probably has the best chance of passing because so many Republicans are against all that other
5: stuff. ...give it to their workers and the airline industry and other industries. I expect that everyone expects the president to sign today, but there's extra money for places like $17 billion, I understand, for things like the cruise industry and casinos that need to be saved and the president's already said i want that included steve mnuchin seems to have done yeoman's work uh but we'll get to see the details as the day wears on and we'll see a vote at noon and possibly uh a final passage at some time today and look for the market to skyrocket uh guys
6: well it looks as if You know, so there are these two bills floating around. There's Nancy Pelosi's bill with the Christmas tree stuff in it. And then there's there's the uh, new one from uh, negotiated by the Senate. That's the one they're talking about. That's the one that probably has the best chance of passing because so many Republicans are against all that other stuff. Uh, And regarding the oversight, it looks as if they're using the tarp. Program as the model, where there will be uh, the Republicans have agreed to there will be an inspector general, there will be a board to go ahead and okay everything. But it's important to the president. And if you were watching the Fox News Town Hall yesterday, you heard him say that he essentially he would like America to reopen the economy by Easter, which is uh, took a lot of people by surprise because as the number of cases skyrocket here in the New York City area, it's like. How are we gonna do that? Nonetheless, the president feels confident. Watch this.
4: We're
3: opening up this incredible country because we have to do that. I'd love to have it open by Easter. Okay, I would love to have it open by Easter. I will I will tell you that right now. I would love to have that. It's such an important day for other reasons, but I'll make it an important day for this too. I would love to have the country opened up and uh, just raring to go by Easter.
7: Okay, so notice that he said, I would love to have the country back up and running by Easter. You have so many critics that are saying, hold on a minute, what if we're not ready at Easter? Then we'll reassess, calm down everyone, we'll reassess then. He hopes that we will be back and running in Easter. We all hope that, right? That's two and a half weeks from now. We were so worried about the testing. Surgeon General says the U.S. has now turned the corner on testing. We're worried about the ventilators. Now you have companies that are making ventilators. Hopefully these hospitals will get exactly what they need. Governor Cuomo's requesting 30,000 of them. He got 2,000 yesterday, 2,000 today. Hopefully these companies will quickly make these ventilators and then we'll get those to the people. But in two and a half weeks, we will, we will be in a totally different place. Just last week weekend or two weekends ago, not this past weekend, two weekends ago, I remember talking to my friends. We were planning um, a girls' dinner on a Monday night. That was on a Saturday night. Monday rolls around. We're all absolutely not. We're not getting together. So that's how quickly things change in a matter of a day or two days. So in two and a half weeks, we're going to be in a completely different place, Steve.
6: Well, the problem, though, Ainsley, is right now, uh, you know, we are approaching the apex here in the New York City area much faster than people thought. I mean, we aren't we aren't we aren't even close to flattening the curve. We're still going straight up with uh, the numbers is uh, doubling. number of victims or or people with it in the New York City area is uh, doubling every three days. It sounded like what the president was saying is there will be parts of the country that will you know, still be social distancing and probably will be isolating. But there are other big parts of the country, Brian, that it sounds like the president says essentially there are very few cases, they know what to do and we should be able to open the country.
5: Yeah, that's a good point. And, and what he's saying is look. Uh, There might be different states and different areas and municipalities that can open up and maybe restaurants open up and if they have a capacity of 100 for a round number, maybe they have 25, maybe they have multiple seatings, 25 tables spread out and we start doing it gradually in that way. And the other thing to keep in mind, too, is we're feeling the hit from two weeks ago. So we probably, it takes two weeks to get infected, two weeks to have this, and two weeks to show symptoms. Now we're in the middle of it. But if you look at 42nd Street, if you look around the city, we've been dead. There's nobody in the streets, there's nobody in the subway, there's nobody in the trains. I think we're gonna get paid off for that. In this coming week, for the discipline we've shown uh, over the last few weeks since the uh, since the crackdown, but as as uh, Governor Cuomo said, right now it's an emergency, all hands on deck. We got to get those 3M and these GM uh, and these Ford uh, ventilators right into Manhattan. Uh, yesterday, here's the president talking about what his task force has been doing, and that's working hard. We talked to him about that. We say we need to be flexible. He realizes that and he accepts that. I mean, he doesn't want to give up his aspirational goal, but he's flexible enough to say, okay, let's look at it on
3: a day-by-day basis. The president listens to Tony Fauci. He listens to Dr. Birx. He listens when I or Dr. Carson or Dr. Hahn or dr redfield speak up and he also listens to the governors and so we will assess at the end of the 14 days and we'll figure out the most appropriate thing to do and based on my experience in the task force so far the president will make an appropriate decision based on all the data
0: the data that we don't have okay the data that we don't have i'm just gonna say you know Woe is to the person, woe, woe, woe is to the person who decides to tell the world or decides to make statements such as, woe to those who call evil good and good evil who substitute darkness for light and light for darkness. And you know, this is highly specific. I mean, this is from Isaiah 520, by the way, 520, by the way. And, um, I want you to understand how light and darkness come to be. One of the most sacred anatomical parts of our anatomy is located, uh, in the depths of our brain right behind the eyes. You can actually access it by going through your nose under the eye. It usually gives you a black eye all the way to the back. And that specific area is stimulated by darkness. When it's dark, it works and does things. When it's light, it shuts down. I'm just going to throw that out there. And now, as we see, we have a lot of failed communication in regards to facts And, uh, you know, knowledge, the bill that is a thousand pages long is not even transparent enough. Uh, uh, Obviously, The Hill and Politico have taken it to showcase good parts. You know, like The Hill put out an article saying that it includes $400 million for mail-in voting. But the mailing voting does not require you to have voter ID. (laughs) That is just begging To have fraud when it comes to elections. Begging. So one can say, yes, we should uh, promote election fraud funded by our taxpayer dollars or our Trump bucks uh, that filled our coffers because, you know, that way we can showcase it and nullify the elections. Really? They're going to let you do that? No, they're not. That's a possible timeline, too. I think... What we need to do is see our president move it the way we've said. Go direct to the people. Nobody wants a middleman. It's always, he knows that as a construction worker. You don't use the middleman. (laughs) 43, man. Come on, next week can't come fast enough. It cannot come fast enough. It's just so slow and we need it now. And I want you guys to understand that What is happening right now is complete unmasking of the clowns around our president, complete unmasking. And we can showcase Senate and Congress persons that are not on your side and have never been. Now, a lot of people have been complaining about the governor of Nevada, you know, signing um, an emergency regulation restricting the distribution of, uh, you know, anti-malaria medication. Now I want to tell you guys two things. Number one, he has every right to do so. And this is, uh, governed by his state legislation, but also by Obamacare where it empowers the people that actually pay for care to be able to manipulate the type of care you get and the drugs. This is why when you go to the doctor, the doctor be like, okay, I'm prescribing you glucophage for your diabetes. And then your insurance company's like, wait a minute. Nope your a1c just came back like that so you're going to do exercise and stuff because i'm not paying for it and so now they're your doctor because they have their own doctor that they pay to say so to save themselves money so then you do diet and exercise and you go back your a1c is worse this time and the doctor's like okay i'm prescribing you glucophage and then the insurance says well no you can't have that that's brand name you're going to get generic metformin from the pharmacy we say uh, from a uh, generic metformin period so then you go to your pharmacy and the pharmacy's like all right i want 25 bucks. Wait a minute. I should have lower co-pays. You call up your insurance. Oh, that's okay. Here's what we're going to do. We'll send you our own medications from our own pharmacy via mail. And this is how we're going to fix this. You don't seem to understand how atrocious Obamacare is. You want socialized medicine? That's what it is. It tells you what you're allowed to have and what you're not allowed to have. And how do you know the medication that you're getting from your uh, insurance in-home pharmacy mailed to you when they can because none of their people on the phone actually speak English because you know that's also outsourced? How do you know that it's effective? How do you know that you can hold them responsible? You can't sue your insurance for giving you medication that's not so good. Six months down the line, your A1C is getting even worse and your doctor's like, well, let's try the brand name. Uh, Yeah, so no, you need to do it for another six months because we said so. And use our pharmacy. Then when you finally get to get the brand name Glucophage, you still don't know if you're getting brand name Glucophage because you have to purchase it from your insurance company, you know, like Express Scripts and stuff like that. Or now they've partnered with pharmacies like CVS and Walgreens and, you know, Target and Walmart where they are their pharmacy. <laughs> Thanks, Obamacare. Now, what he did, I don't disagree with in a sense. In a sense, he's saying the only people that are going to be getting this are the people that are diagnosed with COVID-19 and people that have a legitimate reason to get this medication. I totally get it. He doesn't want people just handing out scripts because somebody calls and says, yo, write me up a script. I want to take this as a precaution. It's not going to kill you if you take anti-malaria drugs for four weeks because that's the usual protocol. But what he wants to do is sequester the drugs. So, yeah, he just wants people to die. (laughs) He wants people to have to go through hoops, and that's because they're going to pay for it. Remember? Uh, the state is going to be submitting to FEMA and they can't make money off of that because they submit receipts to get paid. And it's not going through this wide Medicaid waiver where people can line their pockets. So this uh, this is a hot and cold type situation. Hot on the fact that it makes us really pissed off that someone would go ahead and do this. But cold on the fact that, hey, you know what? He's just protecting himself because he knows his money is going to be spent. But also it's Sin City. So we're going to see a rise in that over there. Um, Coming up pretty soon. You think New York is bad. Wait till they start rolling out the real tests. So and the real statistics and the real facts, you're going to see just how highly specific this is. I mean, news of celebrities and royalty getting this virus and 60 cardinals getting this virus, not highly specific, right? It's uh, it's rubbish. It's a conspiracy theory, right? That is what they tell you. And then people are relying on what Chinese data, like a country is going to tell the world that they're failing or that they had something that they did wrong. Uh, rule number one in business is you always blame it on somebody else. That's the way it always goes. So this is how it goes. Now this bill that they're pushing is not helping at all. It's not. They're stalling, they're dragging their feet, they're adding things that are not supposed to help. And here's another thing. Did you know that there are some places that are actually banning the ability or they're suspending people to apply for conceal and carry permit applications? And even though they're being, you know, processed, um, you know, they're pretty much saying that they're suspending it. This is happening nationwide, not just, you know, oh yeah, this, nationwide, nationwide. So they are suspending anyone going in to try to get weapons. And this is happening in North Carolina like crazy. And that's it. And one specific county in North Carolina, Wake County, has suspended pistol and concealed carry pyramid applications until April 30th. Are you kidding? Why would you do that? Why would you deprive people of their Second Amendment right because of coronavirus? Because coronavirus isn't what they're telling you. That's why. Or else people wouldn't get, you know, documents that say you're exempt, you know, because of your work. They wouldn't say that. Tons of jurisdictions around the state of North Carolina have suspended applications for permits of the guns during the pandemic. Why? Oh, they're worried about looting. Oh, because it's not about the virus, right? That's the thing. That is the thing. Uh, people in Florida are applying for things and not getting it. Uh, several um, places in Pennsylvania, I mean, damn, these commonwealths, right, uh, are doing the same. You have to wonder. So under this COVID-19, you have your county sheriffs and your governors literally <laughs> flatlining all of your rights that are afforded to you by the U.S. Constitution. You don't have free speech. You're not allowed to talk about coronavirus. You shouldn't even call it the Kung flu. And not only that, they're telling you, oh, you don't have the right to privacy. You need to come and we need to DNA sample you and we need to know everything about you. You know what? If you test positive for COVID-19, they're going to want to find out who and where you went, right? That means they're going to confiscate your phone. They're going to find every single location you've been to, every single email, every single text, every single call, every single little bit of information about you. And they're going to document that. And then they're going to trace it back to all these people and then go knock on their door. If they fit any genetic profile that they already have on file and say, come with us. This is how it happens. They are railroading right over all your rights. They are sparking flames everywhere. And yet people are uh, concerned about, you know, rubbish things like a staycation. When the president should just stand up and say, checks are being sent I'll play. You want to play? Let's play. Because sometimes you have to let the enemy think they're winning because that is exactly how they destroy themselves. But not by signing this. No mail-in ballots. No giving themselves raises. How do you slip in a raise for yourself when you're supposed to be handing out money to the people? This just goes to show what their priorities are. It's not rocket science. I mean, what is your priority? To help? those that are poor or to make sure that your middle class doesn't fall into the poor this is how you create two classes the elites and everybody else everybody else they want digital currency yeah you get poor credits we get hard cold cash which by the way are both funny money (laughs) i mean fiat currency from federal reserve not backed by anything is play money Digital currency is just a way for you not to be able to even hold on to it. Want to make a bet that that digital currency can't convert to dollars? Because they want to track the poor people. So they know how to eliminate them and keep them. What? You said something about coronavirus. I'm docking you some credits. Wait, you didn't do what I told you. You didn't go to where I told you to get food. I'm docking you some credits. You're not allowed to have paper dollars. You're supposed to have credits. Are you not seeing this? Yes, the president responded to our reportings, right? ID 2020 pushed back. But what's the point if we're giving him all, all the tools to do it? And the only thing I can tell you with no you know, qualms is that I trust him 100%. So as he's dancing and tangoing with the devil, I have to assume that he's got a better coach at ballroom than they do. And his better coach is a bunch of people that can access flies on walls and can see ahead no matter what. Now, for those of you that are my subscribers, before we go to the break, I wanted to tell you that I am, I have, I am transferring right now a file that's going to explain a little bit about what a fly on the wall really means. And this kind of goes hand in hand with frequencies uh, that we did in the previous one. Now, there are tons of audio files that I've put up on Subscribestar, but for some reason, they're not going. So I'm just going to take it as a signal from God that, hey, maybe it's not supposed to happen right now. So when I'm allowed to, I'll publish those, right? I just have to say, okay, system error that even star doesn't know why. So I'm just going to leave it and say, okay, I'll let him be in control. I'll see you guys right after this short break. news. Welcome back, everyone, to the Tory Says Show. I'm your host, Tori. So I'm going to start off this second hour kind of talking about uh, what I have been saying, which is how these governors are getting all these powers. I demonstrated through the state of Ohio how the governor never signed anything, and it was the medical director, and how we're giving powers to these dictators, all the way down to your mayors, keep in mind. And the reason I said this is because you're going to see a Different face of the people that you've put in power. Soon you will have the mayors of your little town saying, wait a minute, you know, hey, subway, you know, franchisee, I've said that you need to abide by the stay in place or you're not supposed to work i'm just saying not subway because they're supposedly open because they're food let's pick another one ah christmas shop or easter shop oh it's easter and you're selling easter eggs you're not an essential business so you're not listening to me so i'm cutting down your power your water everything that is how they will. How do you feel knowing that they're ready for the? How many of you? Let's just be honest. Have seen? Oh, we're just changing the gas pipelines, even though there's coronavirus going around in your neighborhood. How much street work is being done? And one might say, "Well, you know, it's uh, it's fine. It's because there's less people on the road, so they have time to do roadworks." Are you sure? Are you sure? Because this is all part of their stupid little plan. And when people start to see past it, they'll understand exactly what the president is up against. I say it all the time that this president, you cannot even fathom what he goes through. Sometimes I, uh, when I'm in thought and I do not like to be in thought being dead honest where you're silent and you're just laying on your bed sitting on your couch staring into nowhere and you're thinking right the one thing I want people to know is that this man wakes up every morning taking a double take when he sees that glass of water next to his bed This man has been surrounded by experts, right? Experts that are trying to eliminate him. He is the front man for a huge push to liberate. This is all or nothing right now. And it is going as fast as the speed of light. This is just how intense this is. It is going faster than the speed of light and we are unable to see most of the things that are happening because it's moving so darn fast. By the time you are able to digest one thing, here comes another. Hospitals preparing for wave of patients. Nah, man. This COVID-19 is a bioweapon that was deployed under the guise And it was something intended for evil that came back to good. Now, I urge all of you at some point to just try to sit in thought, empty your mind and sit in thought and try to imagine that you are on the moon and you're looking down. Think of what some random person is feeling right now, this, that totally spiritual, right? The reason I tell you this is because there are wars being fought, so silent right now. So silent. This invisible enemy is right under your nose and it's not the Kung Flu. We are seeing Americans that are going full. This is one of the biggest shows you are watching ever. Just grab your popcorn, do what you can do best and hunker down. And pray that all the people that are holding this man up to support us can continue to do so. He's getting help from really magical places. Okay, if you want to think of magic, because it's coming down to it. And as we get inspired by hearing of stories of people packing lunches for our truckers and you know making masks i mean i'm really glad that we're boosting businesses like my pillow to make hospital masks and i hope they continue to and they get a contract for it because good small businesses like my pillow which is a small business deserve that they all deserve that all of them they deserve to have that ability i want you guys to just think of how it is coming together how they're moving it together, how they're pushing it together, and where they're penning you into. They're putting you in a pen. They're marshalling you into a corner. This marshalling you into a corner is a real thing. They're not playing around. And you're going to start hearing stories about mayors and governors shutting things down. Here, here is a live um, Senate vote on the $2 trillion uh, coronavirus thing. Take a listen to this hold on let's let's get this going oops there we go and let me put it on for you here we'll
8: rise together we will do it united we will do it because we in this country know how to overcome great challenges We're taking these measures to quarantine and self-isolate not because we're fearful of the virus, not because we're afraid of what will happen if we don't, but we're doing it out of love for each other. We're doing it out of love for our neighbors and our community and our parents and our grandparents and our children. We take the guidances of the health experts and the public policy experts seriously because we want to share that love with people to stop the spread so that we can avoid the surge that could overwhelm our health care systems because we know under the best-case scenarios... Best-case scenarios, we're looking at a situation that could utilize 95% of every hospital bed in this country for the next year. We do this out of love for each other and for our community and to protect one another. In Colorado right now, we have roughly a 1,000-plus confirmed COVID-19 patients. We've lost 12, perhaps more, by the time I'm giving this speech today in Colorado. These lives those who've tested positive, their loved ones are all in my prayers today. The governor of Colorado obviously issuing emergency declarations. I just spoke with the governor a few minutes ago to talk about how we can continue to provide the resources that Colorado needs. Over 2 million people across the Denver metro area are now in some kind of a shelter-in-place order, ordered to stay at home. Our nation is uneasy. Our future is uncertain. And the level of anxiety... That our country faces is the highest I've ever seen it. But we don't need to have uneasiness about our future because we will rise together. We will come together as a nation to overcome this. We know that our future, of the future of this nation, will be prosperous again, that our economy will be thriving again, that our communities will be able to celebrate what we have overcome, because that's what we do in this great nation. We rise. We rise together. We stand together. Coloradans have stepped up in every way possible. In a uniquely Colorado way, you have hemp businesses that are now producing cotton swabs for medical needs. You have whiskey distilleries that are producing hand sanitizers for hospitals for home health care. We have protective equipment that's being donated by the Denver Broncos and by marijuana industry and by so many other businesses across the state of Colorado who are stepping up in ways that make all of us proud. They're checking on their neighbors. They're checking on their friends. They're making sure that elderly people in their church that they've met are okay. Making sure that we check in with our loved ones and those Around us, we've been able to get successful tests up and running in different places across Colorado, helping different organizations and different healthcare facilities find new ways to process this overwhelming burden. And as this place has passed phase one that gave millions of dollars to the state of Colorado and so many states around the country, as we've passed phase two, which prepared additional testing and nutrition programs and uh, other, uh, uh, other ways to meet this challenge, we now turn to phase three. Phase three addresses all three prongs of uh, my approach. It addresses the health emergency. It addresses assistance to individuals and it addresses the ability of our economy and businesses to snap back when we address this health emergency. It needs to pass now. It should have passed days ago. I don't think the American people give a, give a hoot whether this idea was a Republican idea or whether this idea was a Democrat idea. I can tell you on my Teletown halls that I've did and my conversations I've had with American people around the state of Colorado, they haven't once said to me, well, we hope the, we hope the Republican only version passes or we hope the Democrat only version passes. That's not what they're saying. They're saying do your doggone job because we're scared about what happens next past the relief that we need to get them back on their feet to make sure they know they're going to be able to have food on the table to pay rent. I can't imagine what somebody who built for 50 years as a small business must be going through every hour we delay, wondering if that 50-year dream is going to stand and survive. Shame on the people around here who said, you know what, let's have one more day of delay, one more hour of delay.
0: Wow. So I'm muting him until we get to the next person. I just want to tell you, this guy is great at preaching, but he's also great at just sign it and let's get it over with because people are dying. They need it. Listen, guys, money is only a value you put on it. Now, I am just as disadvantaged and probably even more disadvantaged than most of my listeners. Indeed. Now, this doesn't mean that I would be willing to throw the nation under the bus because I'm in need. God always provides. I just want to say that the Senate, as they're giving their speech, are surrounded by the Greek key. It's very important because flies are very specific on certain walls. And um, that is something that you should just be paying attention to every now and then. I told you guys in 2018 about the fiat system, gold, and silver. Think about it. How many of you are in debt? I mean, I'm a debt slave, aren't you? I am. All of us are. Debt slavery is how they run things. I've told you about the IMF, and they trade in debt currency. You're the currency. You, your whole body, you as a being is a currency, When you realize that, a lot of things start to make sense. How do you completely reset the economy? How do you eliminate the power that we have given to funny money? How do you eliminate the power you've given to those people right now telling you, oh my gosh, everyone's so anxious. They worked 50 years to have their corner shop and it's being shut down and we just need to pass this really quick no matter what else. At least we get them some money with a middleman. Think, how can we erase debt? Will the debt be paid off? Can we just take it from all the rich people and use their own funny money to pay off our stuff? that's how we've been filling up our coffers but this has to be done in a legal way erasing debt though to other nations that have done legitimate investments isn't the right way to go about things I mean Russia was the first that um, did it now if you can understand the economy and how it works and if you can see what a facade this economy is then you understand coronavirus and what impact it's having not just to us, but for everybody around the world. Advertising. So, uh, you know what? For some reason, you know, Facebook really wants me to go on a diet or to work out more. They keep shoving this barre, Like I'm a ballerina. I'm like five foot nothing. Uh, class is constantly in my feed. They're weaponizing your insecurities against you to make you focus on other things rather than focus on what you need to be doing. People are more focused on the messenger than they are the message always, right? Always. (laughs) I'm super victim of that. I mean, do you know what? Do you know how many journalists out there right now, right now are publishing articles and writing things from tips they get, which happen to come from maybe me and how many of them don't publish stuff because you know if they're a messenger that is giving it to them why doesn't the messenger just do it themselves why don't they want notoriety that's the thing we have linked truth with notoriety and, and this is not equal if that was the case then the story of Jesus would have been really bad. I mean, he was a carpenter. He had a prostitute following him around a fisherman that couldn't pay his debts, right? He had all, lepers, people that were at the bottom of the barrel, tax collectors. I mean, who is this loser walking around with all these other losers preaching love and telling you what the real values of life are and telling you what the real problems are and how they can be fixed who was that loser today? If he was around, that is how you would see Jesus as a loser. Look at, you know, I don't care if you're a prostitute and you're suddenly a good person. You were possessed by demons and suddenly you see the light. (laughs) You have all this baggage, man. I don't know. You don't even have a blue check mark. Who are you? I'm sorry. Again, say it again. That's the problem. You have been conditioned to focus on that. You have been conditioned to listen to what they tell you to follow the masses. How many of those people that were stoning and spitting and hitting Jesus as he carried the cross and the cross that he bared wasn't even his, it was yours. How many of them? Tons. Do you think any of them regretted it? Possibly. Possibly. But they felt that they had the right to do that because that was the general consensus. People of notoriety were telling them what is true and what is false. And even though the most craziest of trials happened where a guy that was a murderer was let off aside from this man that did nothing but preach love. We're seeing it in front of our eyes, not saying that, uh, you know, Trump is Jesus. I'm just saying in general, the world is doing this on all fronts, silencing those that give the simplest answer, the best answer, and the most peaceful answer to promote those in a virulent way to promote hate. This is the problem. Uh, I've said that anatomically, and you know, this should be actually, I think I'm going to post this now. I'm going to record this after the show. Hopefully, if I don't get a conference call, because you know I have to work to make a living, and with coronavirus, my hours are have completely staggered. Um, I'm assuming that when travel starts to happen, they're going to be insane. But I, I think I need to do this. I should tell you guys about that anatomical feature that is activated by darkness. The most important one that we don't know how to use when there's light. Uh, this is like the worst thing ever that there are people around concerned. I'm concerned. I'm concerned of my bills. I'm concerned of everything. I am there with you. I am very concerned. I'm concerned for those that are more well off than me. Those that have businesses and properties that have to collect rent and they rely on that. I am very concerned for them. Because they are also concerned for the people that are renting and, and, and using their businesses and assets. We should all be concerned for them. Because without people that have businesses, assets, <laughs> You wouldn't have a job to fulfill your role as a debt slave as we all are because we're all working to make money because we believe that money will only help us survive. And that's something that we've been told time and time again, and that's okay. This is the reality that you have taken on. This is a reality that we've come to accept. The only way that we can stimulate this to be channeled into another way is is by not allowing them to pass that which they seek. It is through advertising that they make you sick. It is through advertising that they recruit you for what they want. These people are sick, literally now. They will use everything they have against you everything and they will use your weaknesses and your your biggest fears i mean what's what's not scarier than an invisible enemy something that you can't see that every time you push that elevator button open that door go and pick up food how do you know that the person who cooked it didn't cough all over it you don't You know, I am so disappointed that my church doors are closed. I have to watch services because for me right now is the 40-day Lenten service. My Easter doesn't start, the Holy Week doesn't start till April 13th, which is the Passover week for the Jews. And so, you know, I have Easter then, but we still have services. So today is a very big holiday. And this morning I had to watch the service online and I'm disappointed Where is the faith that the churches have closed their doors? What are they telling people of faith? That if you come to my house, you will get sick. This should not be happening. The people of faith are also causing you harm and perpetuating this. I do not fear. I know that I'm, you know, compressed, compressed, ooh, suppressed. <laughs> but I'm drinking my alkaline water. I'm eating my, you know, cuties that are high and potent in vitamin C. I've made sure to take my prescription vitamin D2, um, you know, and that's it. And I've laid off my medications, which I shouldn't. But on the other hand, I think it's better that I don't. I, I, I may be a little bit more tired, but whatever. I'll pull through because I have faith. And it sounds dumb. Oh, well, we've heard other people that have had faith and died. Okay. So the thing is, how do you decide to live? We can't say we have faith, but live as if we don't have faith. We can't say we trust the plan when we're responding as if we don't trust the plan. All of your tweets, all of your messages, all of your support, your emails, everything go toward that. They show where you really stand. Yeah, I'm just like any other human. I also have those questions. I also have those frustrations. I also feel that. But on the other sense, I also in my core, believe that if I relinquish control, I'm going to be fine. You're going to be fine. We're all going to be fine. As long as we believe we're going to be fine. The stress from the response that we are getting and the actions that people in office are doing is causing more damage than the actual supposed situation. And I don't care how much flack I get about it because I've got over two years of radio shows to say, well, show me where I've been wrong. Oh, well, RBG. Well, are you sure about that? Because that's all going to change. I told you Scotus Gate is going to be one hell of a party, one hell of a party. And by the time the end of May comes in, we're going to be having blooming flowers with a whole new panel. I've told you that he is going to be leaving office, Right. After he's changed every single justice except for one, I've told you that ages ago and I stand by it, like find something that I haven't said that hasn't come. And I, 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 I tickle that and, and urge you to told you about Africa, told you about AI, told you we got to watch for China, but you know, told you about Venezuela before it even anyone was even talking about Venezuela. Because it's all out there. You're just not able to see it. Maybe your quantum computing has not been accessed yet. You are a genius. Everybody is a genius. We all have the same, well, with some variations, DNA makeup. We're all starting to see, we're all starting to wake up. And we're starting to see the pieces of the puzzles come together. It's one puzzle. We're going to see so many nasty people hoarding toilet papers and, you know, baby stuff and everything. They're going to be arresting people for hoarding this stuff to show you how some people actually act. It is going to get really, really ugly by the end of this week. But next week, it's going to be pretty insane. I mean, the wolves are out. And there's only so much a wolf can do when it comes out. You know, there's something that tomorrow I'm going to talk about. Tomorrow I'm going to talk about this. And I'm going to tell you about a specific, um, a specific organization. And I've been kicked offline again. Gosh darn it. So <laughs> a specific organization. And this organization is one that not a lot of people have heard about. Well, we've heard about Nixium. We heard about Epstein's Little Lolita Express. And we're going to go straight through the commercials. But one thing people haven't heard about is Missa. Missa. What is that? Do you want to know what that is? Cuz that's going to be coming into the circle it's called the movement for spiritual inner awareness. Kind of sounds like something Oprah would do or Ariana Huffington or just a lot of people that kind of fall into the Nixium category. What we need to do is that, um, what we need to do is focus on these little organizations, you know, um, University of uh, Santa Monica. That's going to be coming into the picture. We're going to have a lot coming into the picture. The one thing that I want you to remember is, for those of you that haven't heard, of the, for those of you that have heard my Subscribestar um, episodes, I think frequencies and the one that I'm going to be posting uh, uh, later, which is on about flies on walls, um, are very important. Uh, while in words and environments, what we need to do is resonate on a very higher frequency in order to dispel it. Lower frequency, less movement. Higher frequency, faster movement. Understand? And this is what we all need to do. We just got to say, you know what? <sighs> this. God wins in the end. And if you believe that, and I, and I know I say it in, and in, in an environment right now that is so, you, you just can't help but be pessimistic. I mean, today for me, March 25th was actually the day, uh, you know, late last night, the 24th, 25th, um, I lost my father really big problem for me, um, around this period. I'm very, you know, um, Distraught. Then I have other happenings that happened today in my life that were like, okay. Like anything else wants to come along, please. I've been bombarded from either side you can pick. Um, a contract that I had with one agency was just put on hold for coronavirus. Well, there goes a chunk of my uh, pay, right? <laughs> done i mean that wasn't pay now it would be pay for like you know april or may but that was put on hold you know i have two children one is in another state you know and uh my 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 cat got I mean everything's going wrong and i'm stuck in the house and can't leave unless i'm going out for work and so i should be slitting my wrist right now exactly right that's what i should be doing instead i'm binge watching korean uh movies on you know flicks right? I am reading, um, scriptures and, uh, revisiting, uh, the old Testament and I am putting together things and I'm really trying to fix my computer, uh, in order to avoid, you know, little trackers that are coming in. I mean, Tor only works so well because Tor was created in the image of Tor, right? (laughs) So it only works so well. So I should be slitting my wrist just like everybody else should because the world is ending and we're all going to die and we're all going to be kicked out of our houses and our businesses. We're not going to have jobs. And we all have to think of what tomorrow is going to bring, which is absolutely nothing because now your mayor can turn off your water or your power if you're not abiding. Uh, you know, your governor no longer has to sign writs. It could be some medical director that works for PEPFAR, right? That's, you know, a Fauci, she came out of the, She was made out of the the rib of Fauci. Uh, you know, these are the things. We have to sit back and see the comedy in all this that we're stressing over all these. Things. in the meantime, we're rescuing people that have been kidnapped years ago and found in compounds where they're conducting medical experiments. And then you have to ask yourself, what kind of experiments? Then we have Africa, right? That's going to be coming to the surface, just showing the atrocities that we're busy with. And no one's asking the question as to, Why is everyone busy with Africa while the world is burning? Then we have China who's on the defense. Russia saying, I'll offer aid. And then, you know, we're coming out in the middle. We're still fighting. You know, we have Iran as a problem. Idlib, no one's talking about it. Assange, no one's talking about it. No one's talking about real things. No one's talking. Now you're busy with the economy because you're a debt slave. You're going to focus on debt. We need to stop focusing on that and just focus on, hey, do I have Monopoly? Hey, do I have a bootleg version of Sims 4 so I can make a Sim, make them really educated and they can breed like bunnies? What can I do to just alleviate myself from wanting to slim my wrist? Because so much is happening at the same time. You know, I was devastated to see that Rush Limbaugh, you know, can't make every episode. I I adore him. I mean, he loves what he does. Kind of like like me. Like when I work, I tell them between 12 and 2, don't touch me. You know, unless the world is going to burn and it's a matter of national security, I'm not working during that time. Like, no, this is my time with everybody else. And so imagine how it is for him not being able to do that. So all of you keep him in your prayers too, because he is vulnerable. He's in a bad situation and you know, all he can do is at this point, just reconcile and, and pray. That's, that's all we can all do, um, and have faith. So there's a lot of things that are coming up. You're seeing your celebrities go nuts and you're thinking, dude, you're sitting there and your gym is bigger than my apartment and you're crying. You're sitting there telling me to just relax and eat healthy while your kitchen is as big as a football field. Come on. Oh, I'm locked inside. Yet you have, you know, a tennis court in your backyard and a swimming pool in your backyard and trees and bunnies and flowers and whatever. But you're telling us how horrible you you have it. This is the atrocity that we have to see. We have to see the difference. We have to start... I mean, take this time and, and, and read a little bit. Information is, is key. Knowledge is key in the age of information. Ignorance is a choice. It is a complete choice. Uh, you know, I was happy to see during the break that, um, one listener uh, actually saw a commercial and I've been telling you guys about these commercials where you know they're researching um, things and they're using specific drugs so um, I retweeted his tweet and he said I've been researching on RH negative blood and adrenochrome altered DNA and I saw this uh, for the first time, Bloomberg at the end of the video, and the cabal is using Q against us. It says, freaking me out. I can't seem to get anyone to help me dig. And here's where people are like, all right, let me help you dig. And here he is where he's pulling out the antigen binding sites. Remember, I've been telling you, the receptors have certain sites. And it clearly puts it down there um, how, you know, guys... I want you to understand that molecules, right, are codes. Cell signaling is talk between cells. They create what we call signaling cascades. From the minute something sits on your antenna, you know, the actual molecule bends and kicks and binds and creates energy and moves and alters until it gets to the nucleus, which is the brain of that cell, to ask it to do something. This very specific cellular signaling will blow your mind. I remember when I was working in one lab, there was this huge chart that I had um, across uh, my desk. And, you know, I know this professor got his big fat grant because of what I gave him. And I didn't mind that he didn't give me notary and, you know, didn't put my name down or anything. I didn't care. Because the problem is, uh, you know, with doing that is that it takes away from what it can be. It restricts you know, people from moving along. And as I was seeing it, for me, it looked like a game. Oh, here's the problem. We have nitrous oxide generated here. So we got to look at that. And I just said that on the SNI, just pointed out, because my, my superpower is realizing patterns and putting information together and generating information from that pattern. Now, as a kid, it was just puzzles and understanding how to fit things in a room. Like, you'll never catch me off guard where I can see a room and I'll go somewhere, I'll buy the furniture and it'll fit. It. um totally good at perception spatial perception that's like my superpower and i guess maybe that's why because i can interpret patterns i'm good at languages right maybe that's why they like me maybe this is why they recruited me but these are things we need to be looking at your body the way you work the way your cells come together in unison is a a speech it's a dance we're all moving together we're all vibrating together you are not a solid human being if just because you see your fingers and you touch them doesn't mean that they're there they are literally just a bunch of cells that probably aren't even touching that is reality right there that is undisputed science yet we see it as such and we dispute facts In every single cell right now, there's tons of information going through. The minute you lift your hand, put it down, type, move your pocket. Do you know how quick that is? That's a really quick response. That's almost faster than the speed of light, you would think. Because they all are harmonious. It's like a ripple in the water, but it's instant. And this is how information is processed too. You are now being bombarded with so much information. You don't know what to make of it. And like Tucker said in the earlier segment that I played, I mean, we we don't even know what the facts are. We're just being given stories. And then we have Twitter and Facebook and YouTube curating to tell you what you can, what you should and shouldn't listen to, even though they don't even know the facts. That's because they want to confuse you. They want to put you to the side. They want to put you in a box with your debt, and to focus just on that focus on just short vision you know why people have problems with their eyes lately obviously it's we're watching screens more and doing whatever but more so is is that we don't focus on things far away so if your eyes are bad like for me I just went to the eye doctor and they were like yo and I was like whoa how did that happen no wonder <laughs> no wonder my glasses aren't working I realize it 's because i 'm spending a lot more time in the past you know three years uh, indoors on a computer doing things, so i 've made it a habit now. To not wear my glasses and stare out my window where I have an uninterrupted view and I can focus somewhere really, really far. And I'll be on the phone, um, you know, talking and I'll just, you know, on a conference call, interpreting, doing whatever. And I'll be looking straight out the window as far as my eye could see so that way I can retrain my eyes to work properly. I hope that example helps you on other fronts too. Sometimes, you know, like I said, I like to tell you stories instead of telling you direct because then it's no fun. Nobody thinks. The one thing I can tell you for sure is that you're fine. You're not going to die from the coronavirus and you're not going to die from economic depression. You have to look within you you are so smart so pure and if you just kick out the rubbish and just focus on that you're totally gonna be fine and I say this from a point of a very not privileged point okay (laughs) <laughs> from a very disadvantaged point, okay? Very disadvantaged. I'm telling you this and I'm still looking up and I'm like, it's all good. Um, I woke up this morning, said my prayer, had my co- I have coffee. Isn't that great? I have coffee, right? And um, I'm just going to take it as it goes. And I also, by the way, I got some awesome mail from a listener. Thank you. It finally came. It was a book, Um Uh, you know, from Tucker, of course. Um, uh, of Tucker, not from Tucker. Thank you. Thank you for that amazing read. I can, I, I love it. And it was the most unexpected thing to find in the mail. Uh, cause, you know, I don't give everybody my, uh, you know, information. I have very few friends. And, you know, I've been, you know, punished. By social media not to be able to communicate with my friends like even on facebook i'm getting like red marks when i want to respond to my own things that i post on my facebook and i can't even message so i guess i'm in facebook in in like a quasi facebook jail right twitter has completely shadow banned uh, like i saw that i'm not allowed to have likes and retweets on my tweets so i guess i'm a thread and they've also banned me the ability to dm a few people and they're actually really close friends and out of the five people only three of them do I have their phone numbers. The other two I don't, so I can't even text them. And I'm like, damn it. Punished. Why are you speaking, Tori? Punished. But huh, time, will, time will tell how this all works out for all of us. Gestapo Twitter silencing, YouTube silencing. I mean, their days are numbered. Because when you find out how fly-on-walls work, you'll find out how... Huh, the internet will be working. And it's not in control of one person. We will not relinquish control to anybody no matter how good they look. And we would never advocate it. It's kind of like what Tesla said. Who, if I had the ability to time travel, I would be totally hanging out with and smoking cigarettes and just talking. Tesla said that energy is free. No one should monitor it. No one should have control of it. And no one should be... Uh, assigned protector of it. You should just leave it alone. And that is very important. Our information highway, no matter how good you think someone is to protect it, will not protect it forever. Because as human beings, we are corrupt because of primordial sin. And we all fall into these pockets of negativity in these pockets of being greedy in these pockets of the need for power so why would you give power to one organization no matter how good they are like if the church said i want to regulate it and i'm going to make it free for everyone trust me or if the military said i want to take it and regulate it for everyone and make it free for everyone and protect it i don't trust you no 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 i don't need you because i'm my own quantum computer I don't need you to tell me what I can access when it's free. It's like, you know, we're paying for water, you guys. We are paying for water, you guys. Water that comes from the earth that nobody can own, that's supposed to be free. We're paying for it. I mean, I'm just giving that example so we understand the differences. So when you hear anyone saying, we're going to regulate, we're going to control it. No, you know what we do need? And I wrote this maybe four years ago. We do need an Internet Bill of Rights. I have it on Medium somewhere with my old, um, with my personal handle that was taken offline by Twitter, at DR. Well, I'll just share it. I'll, I'll share it online. So we do need an Internet Bill of Rights. But that Bill of Rights is just for us to have a guideline. And whenever someone tries to take a chunk or control or oversee, we'll get in trouble. And how do we figure it out? Because you'll know. Because we're not stupid. We're insanely smart. And you know, when people show just how smart they are, when they're put in boxes and they don't like it. So think of it this way, this quarantine, this Gestapo mentality, the fact that your mayor and your governor can tell you if you can drink water or not, or turn on the lights in your business or not, that you have been slaving over for years. The fact that they're telling you, you're going to have to have a digital currency, but you're not good enough to have cash. You're going to have credits. You know, all of that, when they put you in that box, they can't stop what is to come. Because the minute people are put in a box, that's where we see changes. Remember, the one thing that I did, and I will publish it at one point, I promise I will, I said it again and again, is that I remember sitting in class, in a graduate class, um, that was plant physiology, and the professor was saying, so plants migrated to land, and and I was like, wait, stop, hold on, why? Why? well they just did and it's like well why he's like i don't know they just did wait no nothing changes its environment or its situation without pressure And that's where I came up with my theory. Well, I'm going to publish this and I want someone else to say, no, you're wrong. How are you going to prove it? Were you there? Were you there before the dinosaurs? Is my theory not good enough? Does it not align with science that you have depicted on a 10 base scale? Yes, it does. So prove me wrong. See, this is where humans start to get creative. When they're put in a box and under pressure. This is how things get better by putting you in the box because that's when you start to bust down walls. That's when you start to think. That's when you start to not accept direction but create it from yourself. And then you suddenly see this burst of unity where everyone's on the same page and you're like, well, how'd that happen? You know, like no one's saying like, oh, the flu has over 23,000 dead today. Coronavirus. What is it? 700? What are they telling us now? 800, right? Whatever. Whatever. So if we have now quarantined ourselves and the flu is not going away, so how is it working for COVID-19 but not the flu? Are you getting it? If COVID-19 is more, you know, oh, I sit on surfaces way longer than anything else and the flu is just the flu, then, uh, you know, what is more dangerous, you guys? This is it. When you start thinking, when you start analyzing, and when you start scrutinizing, you start to realize, you know, what's up. You start to realize, wait a minute, jig is up, guys. They just put me in a box and I, I don't really like it here. I'm going to bust this wall down. Oh, when one door closes, the other one opens. Are you sure? No, let's make our own door. That's the way people think outside the box. You need to think outside the box and that is exactly it because that's a majestic way of thinking things we didn't need 12 people to tell us what to do we took it while they're sitting there trying to figure out how to manipulate you into serving them better in general i'm just saying and it could just be a dozen people maybe a baker's dozen you are sitting there thinking okay wait why, why have you been installed this authority? Who gave you this authority? Why are you better than me to tell me this? These are questions all of us. You know, I just want to say, that doesn't mean I'm insubordinate, okay? Because I do follow orders and I did them so very well that the fact that I followed orders has plagued me from things that I can't unsee. But what you have to see is the truth of things. And how it moves along in a in, in a very with a slope of one. Damn that math, right? It keeps coming around. So as you see the news today, especially tomorrow, think what is next week going to give us? What is next week going to provide us? You know, I'm I don't I I'm not getting paid for any of the stuff that I'm saying. Like even when I talked about the little toilet, the tushy box, um, that. Supposedly, I'd get like 10% off if like 100 people bought it sushi. So I just want to say it. One thing I urge all of you you all have phones, and you don't have to be Christian in order to see it. I want you to download an app called The Chosen if you haven't already. And, um, I told you this before. I just want you guys to see it. And I want you guys to see it from the perspective that I've told you that even if something good was in front of you, you wouldn't even recognize it. Even if truth was spoken to you, your ears can't even recognize it anymore. Your eyes can't even see it anymore. They're telling you what you have to think. They're pushing it out for you. So could we have, you know, some tests that happen tomorrow? that alerts us and tells us things. I mean, we just need to think. We're testing a lot of people for this COVID, more than any other nation, and we still can't catch up with their victims, right? (laughs) So we're doing more tests than everyone, right? We're not even catching up to their numbers, even though we're like super, super testing, right? What What are we getting to right now? Where are we going to? The truth, right? So if we know that the... The truth is coming and they know that it's coming what are they going to do keep you a little bit more hindered make you feel a little bit more scared push on that right they're going to push on that
2: listen to this hour of that wage uh, up to ten thousand uh, dollars from the uh, as a tax credit in order to bring back those workers well for some small businesses that may be a better option than what i've outlined before in regards to the the two two and a half months of of uh uh, uh of, of aid based upon payroll, you have a choice. If you can do better under retention credit, it's a new credit. Use that credit. If not, use the other. Small businesses are given more flexibility. Thank you, Senator Wyden, for uh, helping us. I also want to acknowledge Senator Warner, who was very instrumental uh, in, in getting that provision uh, adopted. So, Madam President, you see there is a whole range of uh, uh, of tools in here to keep small businesses operating, paying their workers so they don 't have to reinvent their employment their employers employees after this crisis is over, that they can keep qualified people uh, employed, they get the paychecks, and our economy is ready to get back into shape. Now, there, there are many other provisions in this bill, including the cash payments under the IRS, $1200 dollars per taxpayer, that will help in this regard. when you put this all together. This is a robust package.
0: No, it's not. He's lying to you. It's more debt. It's more misery. Just cut the checks. Forget these clowns talking, President Trump. Just cut the darn checks. You know. And even though my feed is going in and out, like many people are telling me, don't worry. I'll upload it. And you have iHeart, Spotify, and we can thank WH Tempest, who's finally stopped traveling. So he'll be taking over on editing stuff. Some of you may have noticed that the uh, extra portion that I did and I added... I had it like on two files and for some reason one file wasn't playing and, and the other one wasn't at some point. It's because he took them down when he actually stopped somewhere and was like, oh, my God, this is such a hot mess. Let me fix it. Because I really don't have time. And I know people are like, what do you mean? I don't. Like, I am that person that, you know, I don't have time. (laughs) I really don't have time. I'm either on the phone or I'm busy on the back end doing things. And, you know, it's really hard to do things on the back end when you have eyes everywhere and ears everywhere. It's super hard. Super hard. Let's just put it that way. Very hard to, to just put information out there because everybody's watching, you know, I mean, you have to assume that everyone's still watching. I know it's sunset, but maybe it doesn't sunset for everyone. But this is the thing. What we need to understand is that uh, it's all moving as like a game of chess. That is what we have to see. A game of chess. And you're the pawns, but you're also the ones that control the bishops the ones that control the king and the queen. The pawn is one of the most important pieces on the chessboard, not the king nor the queen. It's the pawn. Because the pawns are the ones that make the sacrifice in order to help the king go and the queen go. Because it's when you get to the other side that you can use that pawn to what? Level it up to a rook or whatever, right guys? That you've lost. So when playing chess, and I love to play chess, but i really like backgammon more literally guys i still go on that lame xbox live thing where i play backgammon with people but the majority of them are damn turks <laughs> and they're so annoying <laughs> super all they do is talk hey where are you from age sex location i'm like whoa just we back to the 90s with that asl question but it is a game of chess this is all a game we're calling game over the minute we decide to step out of that box. And it's usually the messengers we don't like. But don't forget, just like in all times, there are messengers that are, you know, copycats or that are messengers that are trying to create a way of moving the message away from things. Um, So what we have to be uh, is like Tesla, Information and energy should be free to everyone. No one hoards it. No one's the god of knowledge. No one is the god of energy. No one is the god of drops. There is everyone because everyone is in this as one. Again, where we we go one, we go all, right? That's the way it is. We have to stick together in order to do this. So when there's a pulling of power here and there, you have to understand it's not the free stuff we're talking about. Everything is free under God, everything. And so just trust in the president, you know, don't let them keep lowering your resonation and having you on a lower frequency. I'm just saying, you know, how do you know the numbers that Italy's not reporting are all flu deaths and not COVID-19? You don't. How do you know? You don't. You don't. But you do know who gets real coronavirus, you know, the ones with the blue check marks, the ones with the royal blood. Next week, Antarctica and Greenland are going to be in the discussion. This is going to be fun. April 1st, rent is due. So let's see how the president will do. On that note, I want to wish everyone a fabulous evening. And um, flies on the wall should be up later on. And great thanks to WH Tempest and Nathaniel that has been helping me with the audio. Much love, everyone. God bless.